What a blessed day. Super Soul Sunday. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. amen. It's a Super Soul Sunday. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know who you all have, you know, but I, I only bet on short things because I don't gamble. That's right. Gamble, you don't know. You're taking a chance. I don't gamble. I only bet on short things. So I'm telling you today, all my money is on Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Amen. There's no losing in him. Amen. That's Ever. a safe bet. Ever. Yeah, that's a safe <laughs> bet right there. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. All right, saints, I want to come forth with this word. I really want to bless you real well. So buckle up, saints, because today I want to talk about King David. Mm -hmm. Amen. And the adultery he committed with Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. And for you all who may not be familiar with that story, King David had sex with Uriah's wife while Uriah was gone fighting in the military. Yes. And a lot of things went on after the sin, after that sin behind the scenes. And at the end of the day, God just wasn't pleased with them. Amen. Amen. You today, how God handled it. So I'm bless you. It really did. When the Lord showed me this, it really blessed. How He dealt with these sinful acts of David. I want to point some of the ways He dealt with that out to you today. It's really a, a valuable thing to learn. So I want to read the following scripture to you. And then, you know, I always have questions. I'm going to have a question for you. So I'll read you these scriptures. So let's get right to it, thanks to God. Turn in your Bible to Second uh, Samuel. Second Samuel chapter 12. Now, this, this passage, passage of scripture I'm about to read to you takes place after David had completed the entire ordeal and all that he had done. Now, we come to this point right here. Second Samuel chapter 12 and verse 1. It says, And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. So now Nathan is a prophet of God, and God sent this Nathan to David. So this prophet is about to speak to David in a parable. What's a parable? An earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. Amen? Amen. That's how this is about to speak to David right now. Thank you, Jesus. One second before I go to vote. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Recording in progress. Thank you, Lord. Recorded. Praise God. A couple of folks couldn't make it today and they want to hear it recorded. So again. <clears throat> So again, thanks to God, the Lord sent Nathan the prophet today after the sin that he committed. Now I'm going to read the latter part of verse 1 and go right into verse 2. 
It says, there were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. Verse 2, the rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds. Verse 3, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. All right, thanks. I want y'all to picture this now. This poor man just had this one little ewe lamb in his flock. And the rich man had feeding flock and herds. <clears throat> he had abundance. Amen. All right, let's look at verse four. And there came a traveler unto the rich man. And he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. <laughs> How y'all hearing this? See, the rich man didn't take from his own exceeding flocks to give to this traveler, but he took the one little ewe lamb from the poor man. Really? I mean, who does that thing? I know we have a saying in the this saying is in the world. What they say the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Yes, amen. That's how that works too. The rich man is gonna take the one little you lamb. Now he got a abundance of flock. I want y'all to really see this picture clear. Verse five says that David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that has done this thing shall surely die. David said, whoever did this should die. This petty person, I'll kill him myself. That was what David's attitude was. Mm -hmm. David was a warrior, thanks to God. Yes. Remember? Y'all remember what he did to Goliath? Yes. <laughs> he was a kid. He took Goliath out. Amen. He was a warrior. Amen. Amen. With him, and he knew God was with him. When he told Goliath, you uncircumcised Philistine. Why are you scared of you? God is with me. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 16. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. So David said about this man, when you do something like that, not only should you die, because the first thing David said, this man going to surely die. Yes, yes. So said you should pay back fourfold because you don't even have any pity. That's what David said in, in his scripture verse, verse six. Look at verse seven. And Nathan said to David, "Thou art the man." Mm. Oh, the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. God is saying, after everything I did for you. This is how you reward me? <laughs> That's what he's saying to David. Look what he tells him in verse 8. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives into thy bosom and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have moreover have given unto thee such and such things. <laughs> God said, I gave you everything. And if that wasn't enough, I would have gave you some more. Amen. I'm getting something right here, Saints. I was talking to Elder Vic. 
he and I, we've been watching these cartel movies. <laughs> he said, why don't, at some point, they just get out of the drug business? They got more money than they could ever spend, what Vic said. Well, here's our answer, Vic. They have this David in error spirit. The more I get, the more I want. It's yeah. never enough. Never enough. <laughs> That's why God answered our question, Vic. Elder Vic, but in that scripture verse right there. Look at verse 9, though. It says, Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. Uriah was Bathsheba's husband. He said, Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife. And has slain him with the sword of the children of Amos. You all seeing this? First of all, he said you despise the commandments of the Lord. So that means you're just going to break them. And David did that way. He broke at least three commandments. He broke the tenth commandment. He said, "You should not covet." <clears throat> he yearned. Covet means to yearn or possess or have something. And that's what he did. To she, he, yearned, he saw her on that rooftop taking that shower. He wanted her. Yearned for his coveting. He also broke the seventh commandment. He said, you shall not commit adultery. Amen. Amen. And he broke the sixth commandment. Thou shalt not murder. He had her husband murdered, even though he didn't pour the drinker. But he mm. just her up. Amen. He said, hey, mm. put, put him put him on the front end of the of the of the of this war. Yes, yes. Put him right out front. So God charged the murder to him. Amen. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house, because mm -hmm. thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. The Lord told him, because of this evil thing you done, you will always have problems in your house. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Beloved, hear this. Hear what I'm telling you right now. Even when God forgives us, we still have to suffer the consequences. Amen. Have mercy. Look at verse 11. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor. And he shall lie with thy wife in the sight of this son. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's a big price to pray. Oh, the price of sin is often much higher than we realize. Even when a person has repented and been forgiven. Oh, I just wanted you all to see that. The consequences of David's sin toward Bathsheba and Uriah continued for generations. Mm -hmm. Yes. Forward. <laughs> David's household experienced many violent deaths by the sword, including his sons Amon and Absalom. Yes. Anna Jay. And if you all remember, David's son Absalom also took David's wives. Isn't that what the Lord said he's going to do? Amen. Took his wives. God's judgment came to pass literally. 
in David's own household. The rebellion by his own son Absalom, you all remember, started a civil war. David was never fully to know rest again. Wow. Wow. Look at verse 12. For, for thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. I said, you did your dirt in secret. Yes. I'm going to allow everyone to see your mess. <clears throat> I want to see this mess, the whole Israel and before the sun. So whatever. Look at verse 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, the Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. So the Lord told him, you going your household gonna be out of order. But I put that sin away, and you're not gonna die for it. That's powerful, saints of God. He didn't die for the sins he committed. However, his life changed drastically forever. Sometimes yeah, I, I, that, huh? Sometimes I think death is the easier way out. Amen. <laughs> but, but God, Amen. He told me, "I can kill you." Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm put that sin away. You're not gonna die. But mm. look what he put through, saying to God. Look at, mm. verse, look at verse 14. It says. How bet because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Well, he didn't kill David, but his household was a wreck. And and when he committed adultery with Bathsheba, they conceived a child. And part of this punishment, he said, that child that was conceived, and you did this man. Yeah. That go through a what, thank to God? Yes, Lord God. The child that was born in all this mess. Look at verse 15. Nathan departed unto his house. Nathan told him all this and then left. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David. And it was very sick. See, when God says it will be saints. It will be. Amen. Amen. I wondered in the beginning when Adam and Eve sinned, why didn't God just reverse it and wipe them out and start over? I often wondered that. But I learned this one important thing, that things have to run their course. And you say, why? God is almighty. He's all powerful. Why does the thing have to run its course? Why can't he just stop it right then and there? We gotta go through all this. But God cannot violate his word, saints of God. He won't violate what he speaks. What he says is going to be is going to be. Amen. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. He doesn't go back on his word, saints. When God struck the baby and it became ill. David prayed and fasted and did everything he could do. But the baby died. Amen. God can't violate his own words. And even though David went through like he did, 
Here's the important lesson that I want you to see today. This is for all of us. One, God is long. His mercy endures forever. When David was plotting all this, why didn't he stop him? Uh, why didn't he stop him? Man, God allows you to do whatever you're going to do out of love, out of mercy. <laughs> but if you consult him, oh, he'll show you what to do. But if you choose to over, overstep your boundaries and do it your way, he'll allow you to do it. But he's long-suffering. God is so long-suffering. We all should say amen to that. Amen. Out in our sins. Aren't you glad of that? Amen. He's long-suffering. He could have rightfully killed David. We know the wages of sin is death. Amen. He didn't kill him. The prophet Nathan told him, you will not die. God has mm. put it away. Mm. I believe the main reason for God's forbearance, which is his tolerance or patience, which is the character of God, the main reason for that is for what that sin created in David. <laughs> oh, think about it, saying, God wants us to have a chance to repent, to get it right, to yes. others by our failure. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let me read to you. The scripture is showing what that sin created in David. We know his household was jacked up. Amen. That's right. Amen. Let me show you his heart. The end result. Amen. Mm. Oh, Lord. Turn in your Bible, saints of God, if you would follow me to Psalm 51. I got to show you what this, all that sin that he did against the Lord and the world, what it created in him, why God didn't kill him. Psalms 51, we're going to start at verse 1. This is David talking. Psalms 51 and 1. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercy. Blot out my transgression. Glory. Hallelujah. He messed up things, but he knew how to ask God for mercy. Yes, Lord God. He knew the heart of God. See, he knew God was full of grace and mercy. After all, David was a man after God's own heart. Amen. You all remember when David had King Saul pinned up in the cave? <laughs> Kill David, huh? David, God had took the took the uh, anointing off of King Saul, whom That's the right. people want, That's and right. put it on David. Man, he wanted a man after his own heart. And King Saul, when King Saul knew that David was going to be the next king, he chased him around trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. He had King Saul pinned up in the cave. That's David right. But he didn't kill him. You know what he said? I won't touch God's anointing. Yes. We hear that all the time. Touch, touch not God's anointing. Mm. No harm. David knew the heart of God. Amen. He had a fact 
why he had him pent up in the cave, he cut off part of his skirt. That's right. He cut it off because when Saul had, had finally caught up with him, he showed it to him. He said, I could have killed you. That's right. Amen. Here's the evidence. I had you in that sleep. <laughs> oh, David knew the heart of God. Look at verse 2. I want to show you all what, what all that sin created in David. It says, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Do you all see how this simple man is talking to God? Yes. And I need you, Lord. Clean me up. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh. That's what all that sin creates. You know, see, after you live your own life, you realize, I need God. I'm a mess without you. Amen. <laughs> but David realized, Lord, clean me up. Lord, be merciful to me. Lord, give me another chance. Look at verse 3. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. See, David is repenting right now. All that mess he did created a repentance heart in him. Amen. I believe this Amen. is why God killed him. God is omniscient, meaning all-knowing. He knew David was going to repent. God sees the end from the beginning, thing. Amen. Where you're going already. He knows your heart. Look at verse 4. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judges, look at verse 5. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. That's for every one of us. He, he, he's telling God, I was, I, was, I was conceived in sin. My mother and my father, they weren't married. They were, they were committing adultery. My mother was married to Uriah. And, and, and David came. When I, when I, when I was conceived... I was I was born in iniquity. Amen. Amen. See, when Adam fell, it broke sin in all of us. Thanks. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Born born in sin, shaped in iniquity. What David yeah. is saying is for all of us. Amen. That's why we got to be born again. Thank you, Jesus. We, we now we're born of the Spirit of God. Equal. Jesus came here born again. He wasn't. He didn't come after the uh, similitude of Adam and Eve. He didn't come here like that. He was birth of the Spirit. The Spirit impregnated Mary. He came here born again. Amen. Came here not as man, but we came through. Adam and Eve and that route. So we were shaped in sin. Born in sin and shaped in iniquity. We Amen. have to be born in Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 6. It says, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, God desires truth in us, saints. That's what David is saying here. Behold, thou desire truth in the inward part. Inside of us in our heart, he wants truth. 
and God will make us wise. That's what this scripture is saying. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. That's why we're here today. We want to grow in God. We want to get wiser every time. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Here, verse 7. Thank you. It says, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I, I shall be whiter than snow. Thanks to God. Please hear me. We all need to be purged and washed by God. See, in all David's mess, look at the wisdom that was created in him. You see how he's talking to God? Amen. Me, Lord. Clean me up. Wash me up. Look at verse 8. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Look at verse 9. Hide thy face from my sin and blot out all mine iniquity. Mm, hallelujah. Don't say, at your face, Lord, don't look at these sins. God, don't even look at them. Don't look at our sins, but blot them out. That's what God says he does when we repent. He blots the sin out. You know what that means? In his eyes, it didn't even happen. Hey. So when you quit bringing that mess up. If you Thank repent you, of that, don't bring it up anymore. Thank you, Jesus. You guilty of none of that. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We want a clean heart and a right spirit in us. We want God to keep renewing that right spirit in us, thank the God. Yes, yes, yes. David, look at what we would have missed had he just took him out. Mm. Amen. Look at verse 11. Cast me not away from thy presence. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Oh, everybody just say amen to that. Amen. You know, amen. Something inside of us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Holy Spirit of God. We want our spirit to connect. That's right. It's old Sunday. <laughs> amen. We want amen. our spirit to connect with the Spirit of the Lord and be amen. led by our flesh. Well, David said, cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Look at verse 12. Restore unto me for joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Oh, we must stay out of sin, grip, thanks to God, because it will steal our joy of salvation. See, David is saying, restore that sin and take it in from me. He would say, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Oh, you saved you so happy. <laughs> Amen. It's a joy, the joy of the Lord. Amen. 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 He said, and behold me with thy free spirit. Oh, we take part in all of that. Look at those. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Look what happens when this happens. Look at verse 13. It says, then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. <laughs> now you can see clearly why God didn't kill David's thing. 
David said, I want to teach transgressors your way and convert sinners to you, Lord, by my mistake. It's a beautiful thing. You make all the mistakes and you come forth to bless God's people. Hey, look, well, I'm doing this. And, well, I did all of that. Hey, man, but this is a better way to live. That's what we want to show, saints. Amen. Much more important to God than killing you for your foolishness. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to learn from your mistakes and teach other folks and lead them to him. Amen. Amen. What a great lesson we got from David. From David's nonsense. Uh, and we see all of these same mistakes today. Murder, adultery, covetousness. Speak. Uh, all the day, thanks to God. Amen. I blasted everyone at first sign of sin. We would all never had a chance to build character. No one would ever make it to, into God's kingdom. We'll, be, we'll all just be like oil spots on the road. <laughs> mm. Jesus. We would never have the chance to repent and say, God, I was wrong. Lead me in the right way. Please don't yes. take your spirit from me. If you allow me to live, I'll teach sinners not to do as I've done. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that's the lesson for today, Saint to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to turn that negative into a positive in our lives. That's what God does. Amen. Losing to winning. Well, I bet all my money, I put all my money on the thing. <laughs> I can't lose in him, and I know Amen. that. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. I heard somebody say that's a safe bet, and it really is. Amen. Safe is bet out. <laughs> Pray with me, saying, God, thank you for your patience and your long suffering. Thank we you. We know you not for one to perish, but all to come to repentance. Thank we all Lord. repent right now of sins we know, and even those that we commit that we don't even know that we're doing. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for your forgiveness and for you to yes, renew Lord. in us. Oh, thank you for blotting out our past sins, Lord. We need you, Lord, today more than ever. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you. Yes, for faith. yes. Thank you. Created in us. We ask it all in Jesus' name. In yes, Jesus', Lord. Name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. God, I'm so glad that you are logged in today. And I was able to share the word of the Lord. So glad. Thank yeah. you, Lord. I thank, thank God for that I'm on. I certainly need it. And it's, it's just so beautiful. Amen. It's a beautiful vacation. And, uh, uh, you know, but the Lord speaks. And this is something I really love about the Lord. He speaks no matter where I'm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Shower, sleep. God is always speaking. I love everybody. And allowing me to be a blessing to you. Thank you, Jesus. Man, thank you, Jesus. And in my past life and all the things that happened in my life, the losing of my son and all that stuff, 
is not in vain. Amen. Allow me to speak to you all today. Thank you, Jesus. 